I am this week's Deadly Dad. Oh no, what oh, have you done? Oh, fuck it. Did out. you drop your scooter on her head again? Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of Overly Honest Dads. This hey. is Jay. We're very excited to be here. Uh, this is a podcast that aims to give you, lovely listeners, uh, an honest viewpoint about what parenting is really like from the perspective of us three people. My name's Matt, and I'm your host, and I'm joined, predictably, by Magnus. Hi, guys. And John. Hello, beautiful people. How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Very hot and sticky. Yes, we are broadcasting from uh, the middle of a heatwave, and it is not very pleasant right now i am a ball of sweat yeah agreed yeah yes. my balls are sticking to my leg yeah. thanks magnus i will show that, you. that important contribution well, um pretty so, droopy i can see them. another fun packed episode for you lovely people um in terms of what you're going to hear today we're going to start off uh, with dad news and then we're going to move on to a product review i'm going to re- review Mahabis slippers um, I'm very excited because I've chosen this because I think it'll be controversial with you two and you'll think I'm crazy. Um, hopefully it will be interesting. And then we're going to go on to episode five of the Netflix documentary Babies. We're going to recap that and let uh, and let you know our thoughts. Uh, just to give you a sneak peek, John thinks this episode is great and Magnus has issues. I didn't say great. It's better than the rest and I enjoyed the data anyway we'll yeah and so we'll let them fight it out hopefully physically uh, later on um and then uh, we'll round things out with a round of am i being unreasonable um so that's what's in store for you today um magnus is going to kick off dad news so magnus take it away dad news so our joey high chair quinn can unfold pop open climb on top of and buckle herself in in Ooh. a car in, 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 no, no, not, oh, not right, in the car. Yeah. No, the, the the high chair. Oh, the, the high chair, feet. right. That that would be a next level feature. No, she, she gets in a car. car seat like... How does she do that? Because the name high chair implies it should be hard to get on. Yeah, well, you know. The, it's high. This is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 this is the thing. Like, it, it gets to a stage where they can more or less get anywhere. And Quinn is beginning to scale heights, which we didn't think possible. So we're now thinking that she'll probably be able to jump over the banisters and, and uh, get downstairs. And probably oh, well, yeah, away. I know your fake place. So that's not going to be fun yeah yeah so if you can imagine the joey high chair it's it's like a foldable one the the the, the back seat folds all the way backwards and it, it's like this nice and neat unit that you fold away yeah it leans back in. a nice neat unit um so when we put the high chair by the table now when we all sit down to eat our dinner she will come along look at it pop the back up by pushing it with both of her hands it will click then she'll go around the front Climb up onto the high chair, get into the high chair, get the straps, put them over, and then figure out the clip. And it's a very satisfying clip Yeah, as she does it. And the first time she did this, I'm not going to lie, I had a heart attack. Just like every other time she's done things like that. It's, it's the loss of innocence. It's occurring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's occurring. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that's like one of the things which are, which are really tense. Um, but... My other dad news, dare I say. Uh, what is it, Magnus? You look, I'm waiting here with trepidation. I am this week's deadbeat dad. Oh, no, what oh, have you done? Oh, fuck it. Did out. you drop your scooter on her head again? <laughs> no, 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 I did didn't. Did you drop her? I, I, no, no, I didn't drop her. No, no, no. She likes her. Did you do, throw but her? It, it's not to do with her. It's to do with Romana. What have you done? I was quite naughty. I won't go into the specific details, but I may have used the B word. <gasps> I did banana. No, <laughs> but potato. No, I, I, I said bitch. Oh, 
Yeah. Why uh, did you? How did this come about? Set the scene. Well, it was it was out of she frustration. She was being a bitch, and <laughs> no, no, John, she wasn't. John, she wasn't. John, John. She wasn't. It was out of frustration from on my part. Mm. I was trying to get her attention, <laughs> like, like a child. <laughs> I was trying to get her attention of something that I'd done. I'd, I'd taken a time lapse of a cloud, like a fucking mm. idiot, and. I thought this time lapse of a cloud was really cool. I'll show you guys later on. Um, you, don't, and I was you like, don't have to. No, I will. <laughs> was it an amicable, was it an bitch, amicable jokey bitch or was it bitch? Yeah, because I was really annoyed. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, I know. No, no, a I, fucking idiot. No, yeah, no, and, I'll uh, be scared. She'll stab me in a, in a night, my one. Like, if I and yeah, she yeah, got I would really upset. She got really upset. Um, and then with with my my tail between my legs, um, I like I, I, I admittedly I was angry for a little while, and then I pulled my head out of my ass, and I realised fucking hell, like I'm such a cunt. It, and then I went along and apologised to her, and she lectured me for like 25 minutes, hmm. and I just sat there like a schoolboy, and, and I, you I took it. In. Yeah, I had to because I I, I learned quite a lot, and she always does this, like she always teaches me things about myself that essentially I'm a fucking idiot a lot of the time. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I took it, I internalized it, and hopefully I'm going to be a different person. So is this, is it talking about this on the podcast, part of your apology? Did, did she make you agree to this no, uh, to no, try and didn't. sort of put it on public record? No, so that no. There's he always... doesn't have a black eye, I promise. She, she, she's on episode five or something. So, okay. Uh, she's it's got quite some time. Far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, Behind like the she, I don't know the if she'll even listen to this, but. Okay. So, um, so Magnus, your, your dad needs this essentially showing us the monster that you really are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I have a competing deadbeat dad story. Oh God. This go is the on. week of deadbeat dad. Saturday, I um, faked that I was going to go and do some work um, in the garage and then sneaked out of the garage, got in a car, drove to the pub, thinking I was going to have a drink. The fucking pub was closed. So I had to go back home. I was really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> really completely failed my plan. I was like, I'm going to go for a quick pint in a local pub just when I get the fuck out of the house. Like, seriously, since we've had the swimming pool, all I'm hearing is, I got water in my ear. I got water in my like, You're in the swimming pool. It's going to happen. You don't like water in your ear. Then go in the swimming pool. <laughs> Anyway, it's been happening so often. It's so annoying. I was just like, I'm just going to sneak off. So I just sneaked out, got in a car, drove, drove off, got to the pub, closed. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I had to drive back. Like, she didn't even realize I was gone. I was like, oh, I could have been like deadbeat dad and I completely lost. So not as strong as yours, but yeah. I, wait, thought, wait. I, I thought I was going to have a deadbeat dad story in a way, but you won. So you would have had a pint and then... A couple of pints and then gone back. Driven back? Yes. Two pints is not over the limit. John. Four glasses of whiskey off over the limit. Like that was on another day. No, <laughs> we need to get you an electric scooter so you can go to the pub that way. <laughs> I'll end up fucking dying, mate. I bought literally. This is the other thing I've done. She told me absolutely don't buy a bike um, on Saturday. Yeah, I bought a bike. Um, <laughs> it's, it's coming on the twenty sixth of August. I'm going to be cycling to work and dying. I can assure you, with my coordination with MS, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. But at least I'm going to die skinny. So yeah, it's a good yeah. thing, you know, because I got fat during lockdown. So it's good. And thing. if you do die. While you're cycling, people will know why. Because you're uh, dad. <laughs> because you'll be too tired. Oh, oh God! Oh, oh, shit. Sorry, sorry. How about you, Matthew? I, I thought is, that was is... a wheelie good joke. Oh, just can you leave? <laughs> Get out! There's the door. 
It's right behind you. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Go on, Matt. All right. Tell us. So I don't have any overarching themes for my dad news this oh, week. Shut up, I mean, then, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Shut, shut your face. Um, but no, my wife and I had a day to ourselves on Monday, which was nice. So we booked the day off and I'm in Bow nursery. Um, and uh, it's very warm, you know. It's, it's hard to... You know, you can only do a couple of rounds before it's just it becomes all yeah, a bit true. sweaty and unfeasible. Um, we went out for food, which was nice. Um, I had a slight bit of guilt that we were chilling out and doing nothing and Emily was at nursery, but the guilt was very minimal. And we took advantage of the uh, eat, out to, is it, eat out to help out scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. half price food. That was really good. Um, I think it's a steal. Out. I don't know if it's helping the economy because, I mean, I, I, for a steak, I paid eight quid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's doing anything good to the restaurants. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Um, I did have a nice moment with with Emily. So there's a new video game out called Fall Guys, um, and it's kind of a bit like uh, Takeshi's Castle or Wipeout, where you've got um, these sort of obstacle courses, and there's like 60 players, um, and these tiny little cute characters that look like little blobs. And it's very simple. You just run and jump, um, and you have to make uh, go get through five rounds of this like Wipeout style game, and it's quite funny. And Emily sat on my lap as I played it for a few minutes, and she was just pissing herself. She found it That's really good. funny, and so and, you know. It, reminded me that when Alex first got pregnant one thing I was really looking forward to was playing video games with my kids at some point and I figured that you know the ultimate goal of dadhood for me is getting to the point where Amelie can beat me at Mario Kart I think what the time that she beats me at Mario Kart you know she trounces me and she's clearly superior then my work as a dad is done that's when I pack my bag leave walk into the sunset knowing that I've done everything I need to do to set her up in life as, as, as a as a you know, well-rounded human being and Mario Kart player. That's a good one. Yeah, Red Alert 2 for me. Yeah. yeah. And I think GTA, if they can beat me on GTA, I think it'll be... Yeah, but there was one thing I, I found um, uh, uh, earlier today that I just wanted to sort of tack on the end of my dad news. So I don't know if you saw that, I think it was the end of last week, maybe a new song came out, a music video from Cardi B and Meg... Meg, Meg the Stallion, I think that's the name, or Megan the Stallion. Me- Megan the Stallion. Why is she called Megan the Stallion? I think it's because she's Big strong. Talk. Oh, okay. Big cock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is a rumour that, that she's trans, but I don't think it's true. Anyway, so the song is called WAP, right? And WAP stands for Wet Ass Pussy. And oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, WAP. Magnus has got his phone out. He clearly needs him to investigate I, I, this. I am investigating yeah. what you say. It has a video that, as you might expect, is filled with, with bums and, 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 and gyrating. Um, as a sidebar, the phrase, you know, people use the word ass as, as to, to, for emphasis. So you might say, I've got a big ass house, big ass house, or you know, oh, that's a big ass car. They use the ass for emphasis. It doesn't really work when you're referencing another body part. So when someone says wet ass pussy, I'm kind of thinking, what's an ass pussy? <laughs> if someone says someone has, yeah, a, that, has that a, makes sense. Has a me. big ass dick, then why? What, what's an ass dick? <laughs> what's an ass dick? Do you, do you shit out your dick? Oh, that'd like, be painful, wouldn't it? Like the urethra. Like, honestly, <laughs> honestly, it now? introduces confusion. Anyway, that's just a grammatical shit thing. Out of your dick. So anyway, there's been a big controversy in the US, especially amongst Republican politicians, about how uh, how sexual the lyrics are. It's all, like it's literally yeah. all about sex. And Snoop Dogg, uh, who I'm sure everyone knows, posted a clip of an old song that is very sexual. And I found it quite amusing, so I thought I'd try and tack it onto to this. I'm sure. going to play it into the microphone, okay. and we'll see uh, if you like the sound of it. I got a big fat belly, I got a big broad ass, and I can fuck in Maine with real good players. Talking about fucking, talking about grinding, baby, all night long. What what year is this? Until the cow come home. I think it's like 30s. It'd be 20s or there 30s. There you go. Okay. 
Listen, but... If you suck my pussy, baby, I'll suck your dick. I'll do it to you, honey, till I make you shit. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Honey, do it all night long. That's amazing. So, John, have you ever fucked a girl and made her shit? <laughs> no. Matt? No. I have. I've, I've, no, 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 I'm joking. I've been doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was quite funny because it's an old example of someone just being absolutely People filthy. People have been filth that, that for vulgar. years. I mean, like... For, for, f- that is vulgar. Yes, it is. Um, but anyway, that's just a, a that's little... That's quite funny. It is quite funny. But I, I just think of lyrics that are way worse than, than that song, like the, the big-ass wet pussy, whatever it is. <laughs> like, I, I, well, I'm, I'm thinking of Eminem when, he, when he, he said... We were talking about... Who was he talking about? J-Lo. And he said, that chick is so hot, I'd fuck her even if she was my own mother and come inside her and have a, 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 bro, a, a brother and a son at the same time and just say that it ain't mine. That fucking lyric was insane. And this ain't that bad. Honestly, the politicians need to worry about Trump. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's just vulgar for the sake of vulgar. Yeah, yeah. it's nothing special, man. Yes. But anyway, that is that. Um, we, we will be uh, uh, taking a moment of leave now. And when we return, I'm going to review some slippers and it will be thrilling, exciting. I promise you we'll see you shortly. Welcome back to episode 20 of Overly Honest Dads, and we're going to review some slippers, or more specifically, I'm going to review some slippers. So, have you guys heard of Mahabis slippers? You might have seen adverts for them on the on the tube. Mahabis? Yeah. I, I, admittedly, I have no idea. Well, you've seen My me wearing them you. many times. Um, oh, those sock-looking fucking things you... Middle class twit. They are very middle class, yeah. And I, I invite you to to give me abuse for how how indulgent this product is. Um, so I'm buy, I'm buying a new pair of Mahavis, um after having used these for a couple of years. And you know, with us being from home, they've taken a fucking beating recently. So I'm investing in a, in a new pair. So before um, I say goodbyes to these ones, I'm going to review them. Um, so Mahavis Mahavis slippers or Mahavis, however you say it, um, they are made by the titular company um and the big thing about them is they're a premium product so um they cost 79 pounds a pair fuck you are you kidding me see this Dude, is this is the reaction i wanted joke let me what, fuck it you? i'm gonna shove it all the way up your ass nine pounds 79 yeah dead. yeah like i understand jordan's like seriously <laughs> I, i've I got a thing for jordan's dickhead. but you Maybe fucking dick like bit. fucking slippers jesus christ man best slippers ever I'm going to buy you slippers and a dildo so you can go fuck yourself if you don't like them. <laughs> don't need to. That, that's a bit hard. They're, they're a bit hard. They're, but no, I, but I do agree. My feet feel so cuddled and, and connected that, I, you know, I just don't feel like I need a fucking. I think that I'm satisfied, you know. I, 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 I don't, I don't need a pair of slippers and a dildo. £79. Pounds, and they are amazing. Um, they are great. Um, and you buy them direct from right. the company, so I don't think you can buy them anywhere from other the, so from their website. Can, can I ask that? Right, mm-hmm. you, you've spent 79 quid on slippers. Oh, I didn't spend this money. These were presents, I should add. Okay. Okay. I, I, you're going were, to spend some. I have I've spent on a new pair, yes. Yeah, so that'll be my third ever pair. So you, are you going okay. to... How long do they last? You spent... Oh, my God. To the, so I've had this pair for, I think, two or three years at this point. So they've okay, lasted a while. Right. For slippers, for men's slippers, because we, we, we are just in them. You do everything in them. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I even shower in mine. Barefoot, and mate. they don't last very long. Barefoot, no. man you know, the fuck up. They Barefoot. Don't, it, no. It's, it's, it's not about going barefoot. 
like when you're going to go take out the rubbish. I'm not raw dogging my feet on the floor. I put my fucking <laughs> shoes on. You fucking muppets. Come on. Now, slippers. Are you 60? Like, they look like a 60 year old man's fucking slippers. No, well. they don't. I'm going to buy your fucking, no, they don't. fucking look, hat look, as well. Look how, how they have a cool feature with this little like, elasticated thing like, that such you a clip up at the back. You know, so, so they secure. He's going to be shopping at Clark's in about a couple of years. He's going Clark's to be a class are good. Buying, oh, fine, here we go. Clark's are really good. Quality stuff, man. You're missing out. honest granddads. You're missing out. Um, so the positives of this of, of these products are just the pure level of comfort. My God, my your feet feel so pampered. Um, they use premium fabrics, including lambs wool sure uh, on, are on the winter ones. Now, the ones that I'm wearing now are the more summer pair because, you know, any self-respecting man, they don't just have Mojave's for... For, for all year round, you have your summer pair, which has, you know, a light flow. This is the, the this is called the Mojave's Flow slippers. Or you could, if you wanted the warmer ones, go for the classic, which are made of wool. Um, and so usually around autumn, I'll switch to the winter ones. I've got to say, like, I, why has a slipper got a flow? That, to me, that sounds like a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> because it's made of lightweight materials that allow for airflow to keep your feet nice and cool in, in hot weather. cool. Not fucking wearing slippers in the house, you twat. Did you not hear me? I'm not raw dogging these feet on the floor, man. You know? <laughs> you know, you it, know what might have been there? Yeah, John, I've I got to admit, I, I'm not keen on having a bit of spent sweet corn going between my toes. Yeah. How dirty is your fucking house? It's not that Closer dirty. to the microphone, John. How dirty I, I, is I, I your fucking with, house? I, I have a child, and so it gets Yeah, you never know what's going to be there. You've got the fucking little hoover thing you've no, got. That like, hoover is sick. Yeah. And I well, agree, point, that so does wear, help. Like, however... Barefoot... Like if if you want if you want to like traverse from the carpeted front room through to the the, the cold room, the cold hallway to the wooden bathroom, I don't know about you, but my feet can't take that kind of difference. So I need to. Wait to be fair, I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm but the only one in the house quid. that does the barefoot thing because both of my like all my kids want to wear slippers. My wife wears slippers, and they have like all sorts of weird, funky ones. I, I I completely disagree with slippers. I mean, like, completely. You completely disagree. I, I disagree with you the disagree. idea that you need to wear slippers in your own fucking house. Okay, what about socks? Sock? No no socks in the house, no slippers. What? Yeah, all right. See, now, Even John, in the winter, I, I barefoot, mate. All right, John. Yeah, all right. Okay, look, now you're being too much. Mm. Yeah, that, that, is, that is really scaring me. Yeah. So you wear nothing, even in winter, when there's icicles just... Creeping along. In your fucking house. In your house. How is there icicles in your house? And you have fucking radiators, you <laughs> no. fucking But say, say you've got marble floors. Okay, okay, John. I've what kind carpet, of flooring do you have? I've got carpet in the house. Ah, see, that's why. And that feels nice. That's a sensation. If you're walking along and... I can't got- feel anything on my feet because of the fucking MS anyway, mate. So- <laughs> there we are. <laughs> so there you go. There we are. There we are. So you, have, you have MS point. slippers is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I have things that I can, you know, cut myself and not realise and it's all good. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great for you. First, the, the still feel things with our feet. Slippers are, are not a bad idea. Um, and so, as I was saying, the positives are... Your feet feel amazing, um, and so and there's, what better recommendation is it than that? You know, what, what price can you put on comfort? You know, what price? It's true, especially. Give me seventy quid. I'll give you a hand job. A I mean, it's a hard life, and and giving yourself a bit of love every now and again in the form of comfort and toastiness. Why not? Um, another positive is they do last a long time. Um, John is doing um, uh, masturbation sort they of give uh, myself actions um, uh, because you know what John is a very mature and uh, intelligent man, um, <laughs> and he demonstrates this regularly. Um, and so yeah, the the positives are they are also very long lasting. So uh, although they are expensive, you can generally expect to get a few years worth. 
worth out of them. That that's good. Yeah, I give that to you. That's good. Indeed. Um, the negative of is you know the obvious thing is the price. They are very expensive, and you should second guess yourself um, if if about spending this much on slippers. It's not going to be for everyone. It is for me, but I'm not going to judge you if it's not for you. Apart from John, I'm going to judge John heavily and constantly. He always um, judges me. There's no love, man. There's no love. <laughs> The other negative is that you can't machine wash them, or at least you couldn't with the the ones that I have now. I, I, they, I believe they've updated their range. Maybe you can. Maybe you can. Uh, you can. So shit! You can't even wash them. Well, you, you, stinky say, feet from nineteen fifty. Yeah, like. well, they say to like wash it with a sponge or something, but that's not really going to get much done, is no, it? No, it's really? not. You need to like take them to the dry cleaners or some shit. Yeah, especially if you've been stinking them. My out. dry cleaner will look at you and just go, "I'm going to cut them and burn them." Yes. <laughs> okay. So the the next thing is value for money, and I would say that if you're someone who wears slippers regularly. Like uh, like myself and Magnus, I do think they are not a bad value for money. Like if you get three years use out of them, you know, uh, you, it's it's starting to pay for itself at a certain point. I think <laughs> that's probably stretching it a little. Bit. <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off! <laughs> I'm trying to see how much I can get away with. Uh, <laughs> John is hurt by these slippers. He's just. He I mean, I understand hurt. if you like so seventy fucking quid, eighty quid, seventy nine, eighty fucking quid. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Would well, you say it'd be better if it was sixty nine? No, I'd say 20, no, 30 the, the, quid. The, the, at the right most. answer there was nice. <laughs> 20 yeah, to don't. 30 quid. 20 to 30 quid at the most for fucking slippers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, these, these bad boys I paid 13 quid for. Okay. These ones. And they're not even slippers. No, I'm pretending not. they are. Okay. But they work really well. Well, okay. they're hippers. No, they're like Toms. Hippers. What was that, John? What, what is a hippie? Dad, joke of the week. Can you, you edit that much. out, please? <laughs> no, fuck you. Awful. Blow me. What Fuck time you. was it? <laughs> um, okay, the next thing is essential or nice to have? Oh, definitely nice to have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Really, motherfucker? <laughs> I can't, I can't lie. They're nice to have. Um, I've justified it to myself because the fact that I'm going to be working from home for a First for day of the recession time. in the UK has been announced today, and this guy's buying 79 <laughs> fucking hey, slippers. Hey, I look, am going to go and sit on a rock. I am Grind. Look, I am out of touch. That's fair to say. Um, but I, my feet will be toasty whilst I'm being out of by touch. By the so. angels, if anything. <laughs> Honestly, right. And so my overall verdict is: if you wear slippers and value comfort and value, you know, ultimately self-respect, um, then. <laughs> 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 then buy buy Mojave's I'm not sponsored by them but I'd like to be um, if I had to give the marks out of 10 oh god I think I'd go 10 <laughs> I, I really do love these things um, he'd go 10 toes John oh, yeah mate. how do you 10 if, out of 10 if that make makes like a, a, a like a cosy for my cock then maybe I'll buy that but not for 79 quid still yeah so I'm very happy both with my Mojave's and for how this uh, this conversation turned out this is exactly what I wanted <laughs> this, result this went perfectly to plan We're so thank you Entertainment, bitches. Thank you, John, for um, for not necessarily falling into my trap, but you know, um, uh, but for yeah, doing things as I hoped that you would. Um, right, so we are going to take another very brief break, and when we return, we're going to recap. Matthew is going to have no baby- slippers because I'm going to throw them down the toilet. I've got more upstairs and more coming on Friday, so you can't Fucking stop me. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to we return shortly with a recap of Babies episode five, uh, subtitle the John Magnus War. We'll see you shortly. Welcome back to part three of episode 20 of Overly Honest Dads. And so this is going to be a recap of the Netflix documentary Babies, episode five. And this episode sees us uh, dealing with the subject of sleep 
And um, and as we have established on our previous episodes, uh, this sticks to the usual structure of uh, cutting between pictures of babies, uh, or videos of babies doing something that's related to the episode subject. And then we get three different experts who who conduct experiments and uh, and tell us their results. Um, so we open to some pictures of sleepy babies. Uh, they the uh, voiceover tells us about how sleeping is vital to baby development, um, about how. Um, about how new babies spend uh, 16 hours a day sleeping. Uh, why are they sleeping so much? Um, and I'm putting brackets here, someone saying the brain is on fire. The baby's brain is on fire. You probably want to look at that. Probably shouldn't be on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the brain lives out its own existence. Um, and, and we are at the tip of the iceberg with sleep science. So that's how they set the scene. Um, then we cut to uh, London, as we often do in this in this show. And we are back with baby Pasco. I think this is the third episode in a row with Pasco. And uh, in this episode, he is one month old. So they're switching between times, uh, which is slightly confusing. Uh, but there you go. Yeah, because um, the, the, the mum goes from fat to skinny quite often. And you're just like, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, 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 that's body shaming. That is below the belt. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, because that's a joke. No, you do that. You didn't. You didn't say a joke. You were just rude. He did. Oh, did he? Yeah. I wasn't listening. I, no, it was about a belt. But oh, it right, okay. About her it wasn't. Belt. But no. Anyway, let's move on. So they say that uh, Pass goes off every two or three hours, but we all know how that goes, don't we? <laughs> He's pissing himself because I caught him. He thought he'd get away with it. The badumts was for him. Sorry. So can I? Can I? Like, because you kicked it off before in the in the prelude. And so I have to say. I hate babies. Not babies as in I hate the program Babies on Netflix. This episode has got all the things that I hate. The the fucking music, the fucking look how cute this baby is. But for once, they were actually doing data, like proper data. I was impressed. I was like, I can I, I agree with the science, with the collection of data, with the app. I agree with that. Baby Pasco, his mum, his dad, it's like, oh, this is a month, this is 18 months, and here's another baby, and here's some funny music. That I don't give a fuck about. But the science was quite good, yeah. to be fair. What did you think? Because I'm, I'm, um, I'm quite intrigued, because I thought you guys would agree with me, and then he was like, oh, this is fucking shit. Um, <laughs> well, 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 maybe well I can, it, it was. Maybe I can recap what the science actually was, and then yeah. we can comment on it as we go. I want to um, know what you think, dog. So we'll, we'll get to now. that. We'll get to that. Have some patience, John. Have some patience. Now. You're a father. Grow up. Um <laughs> No. Sorry, I'm, I'm rude to you, aren't I? Um, so anyway, I'm shove that slipper up your ass. So we go uh, t- too late. I already do that for fun because I love them so much. Um, so, so we go from London to it's New York. Wall. We go it's to flow up my ass. We go to New York City. Um, there's a father and daughter looking at um, at baby photos, and the dad looks to be our first expert for this week. Um, yeah, an actual expert, and he's a neuroscientist, as are all of the experts. It's the Afro we- dude. Uh, yes. Um, he, yeah. Did you, did you feel kinship? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Especially when he said, you look nothing like that. Because I felt the same way. Oh, okay. I questioned everything. Yeah. But, uh, Would you yeah. be fro bros? Just, but, yeah. Fro bros. I mean, mine is arguably a lot more impressive. Oh, it oh, is. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, it is. It is a lot denser. Yeah. Thank um, you. Anyway, so a neuroscientist struggled to get his kid to sleep and decided to sl- study sleep uh, uh, in infants. Um, sleep uh, in general starts erratic and becomes regular. So they want to work out how does this process occur? How does it go from bro- from every few hours to being a full night's sleep? Um, and is it a standard process or is, does it differ baby by baby? Um, and what they use in their study is data from apps that parents use to track sleeping. Um, and, um, and so uh, they have some questions around how accurate the data will be, but I think they go around and check 
with parents and find yeah. out it actually is um, uh, relatively uh, precise so they can be more confident in their conclusions and they have data from a thousand babies so yeah. uh, so so it's lots of data yeah so you got a face what's the face for Magnus well they dedicated like five ten minutes to that point and I hated it why because there was no need to dedicate five ten minutes on is the the the, the, the data accurate? Is the data inaccurate? No, but are it's important you... because to be honest, in the other episodes, they were chucking away. Oh, no, we no, did no. this, that, the other. But you da- data accuracy and well, data precision is of course very very important. Yeah. However, it's something which can be said in a sentence, and it was just that whole fluff of this goddamn episode where they spend five minutes looking at the dude. Just him smiling at people, saying, I'm a professor, this is my life story. And then another 10 minutes saying, Babies Yeah, that, may that was do boring. This. I didn't care about his little girl. I didn't care about any of that. But I like the fact that he actually went to check at the family. So when do you record the data? When, that's but, quality control. That's quality assurance. The I'm woman, happy to see the that. The woman last week did the same. Yeah, she but she was a. Like, it was an idiot experiment with no fucking conclusion to it. It was an idiot thing. This actually had an well, well, app and it had it, technology what was behind it. idiot experiment about last week? Are we talking about the one on the skateboard? No, no. What was the other one they did with the fucking lights? The one with the lights? Yeah, like, oh, the left, the turn signal. The left, like, the turn left. signals. Like, the baby wanted to fucking reverse and get out of there. It was so shit. Like, I, this had an I, app. I it disagree. Had, it had two professors on it. It was actual it was collecting proper data, assurance quality. before the guy goes. It was 20 fuck, I counted it. 20 fucking minutes before the guy goes. Um, when does the sleep pattern emerge? He didn't even give any evidence. He asked a fucking question, and then we moved on to someone else, a different place. And I just, I just felt really upset. I felt hurt because I watched this for twenty minutes, expecting something. I, I, I thought they're not going to do it again because they know that listeners are going to cotton on, and they did it. And it just really, really upset me, John. I'm feeling I, I, emotional I, okay. Now. You know what it is. There is a thing about it that I, I, I thought I'd come in with a positive attitude today, but you are right. It was just bullshit in that sense. I, I think that yeah. you got to stand right. up for yourself, John. Don't let him no, walk d- over no, no, you. No, 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 no. Wait, I'm going to walk over him. No. On my notes, it says here it took twenty something minutes to get to the fucking data. Shall we get to it the data? 20... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So but it, 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 it's good to John, see John that they, but it, no, but it's good that they did good digging, good quality control of data. How did they collect it? The app. All of that, the even methodology. Twi- the methodology. I needed that. I appreciated that because the other fuckers, it was so shit. Oh yeah, blinking lights, yeah, and sounds. And why is the I why like, is the mum blind? Like why is the mum blindfolded? Why? Why the fuck did a blindfold a mum last time? Fucking pointless. There was no reason why there was because they, they were pulling faces at her. Yeah, because yeah. no, one of them had their cock out probably. Fucking no, John, take it too far. This is overly honest. I have no filter. But this is the thing, right? So. In that experiment, the, the experiment that you're beefing with, they also didn't go into the reasons why they were doing things. Now, it's not a show to go into detail. We, we, we both, no, the, the, all the reason, three of us The reason that, they're right? going into detail for this one is because we want to understand a pattern on when it goes, when it turns off. So they, yeah, there is a reason for this fucking experiment. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but it took 20 yeah. minutes. To but get you, there. you agree, but you don't want to agree. You better <laughs> fucking agree because I'm right. Like, Jesus. Okay. Sorry, Matt. So, so, anyway, so anyway, if you go back to the recap, so after... Um, <laughs> He's annoyed uh, that we're interrupting. Oh, no, no, 
no, no, no, no, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's, I always say, I say to you, you can interrupt any time. Um, so it, we pop back to London and uh, and we, we see two newborn babies. For a pair of slippers. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> get used Fuck. to it, motherfucker. Um, so anyway, we go back to London with newborn twins Kiki and Yaya. Uh, the babies are sleeping and feeding and daddy's washing up. He seems like a non-deadbeat dad, which is great. Um, and then we go back to New York and to the data study. Um, so they what they find is uh, at one month, there's no clear uh, sleep or eat pattern. And uh, within four months, um, an initial cycle emerges. Um, at eight months, there's a hint of a sleep pattern. And at one year, there's a clear pattern. Yeah. Um, so this is what they find. Um, I think, though... Uh, and tell me if you disagree. I think this is another um, example of them using science to demonstrate something that all parents kind of know anyway. Yeah. There's uh, nothing unusual about that. Additionally, it's arbitrary. Yeah. Some uh, sleep, some don't. I think there's the the pattern I found interesting, not so much about the fact that it happens because we know it happens, but more the beginning because it's something I've never really kind of thought about is in the belly. How do they have a pattern? They don't have a pattern. And and I thought that's interesting how we develop and we evolve into a pattern. And I found that interesting. That piece I found interesting because mm-hmm. to be honest, I never thought about when did they sleep? When don't they sleep in a belly? It's just, you know, that kind of thing. And also you think there's some babies that kick all the time during the day mm-hmm. and then don't kick at night. And others mm-hmm. kick in I remember that with my kids. Mm-hmm. And yet Sienna used to kick during during the night all the time, but yet she slept straight away. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's the how how did that come yeah, about? Yeah, so I like I the idea of, of, of why they're doing it yeah. and and seeing the development of the sleeping pattern. Mm-hmm. That was quite cool. I, I, I also felt that it was indicative of how fucking basic the show was. So they went into the fact that the the, the Are you uh, calling me basic because no, I found it no, interesting. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it's, it's genuinely interesting, but I was yeah. I was yearning for more. So they went into the whole fact that um the, the connection between the hypothalamus and and the brain, rest of the brain stem. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, we're getting ahead of ourselves here because this is going to be recapped in a bit. Oh, oh right. Annoyed, yeah. Sorry. I told you, do, don't do you interrupt wanna, with the recap. Yeah. yeah. Well, just don't, don't jump ahead. We'll comment about things as, as we get to. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry. So anyway, I'm a bit ahead so of myself we go we, we go back to London, um, and then we see baby Willow, and her mother is having a hard time. Um, and then we pop back to Pasco, and Daddy's trying to get Pasco to sleep. Um, and then another jump in geography, and we're in uh, the great state of Iowa in the United States of America. Iowa. We meet a new expert, and his name is Mike Blumberg. He's professor of psychology and brain sciences at the University of Iowa, and he's a bad sleeper. He admits to it. Um, I liked him. Yeah, he and was cool. So we're talking. Yes, he's another talks- good scientist. Mm. We're talking about circadian okay. rhythm here. Um, so uh, babies don't have the same uh, uh, rhythm that, that that humans have, and and um, and so he puts dye into the brains of newborn rats because why not um, to to sort of see where the different parts of babies' rats' brains are connecting. So is the the part of their brain that uh, that uh, clicks in with circadian rhythm is that connected or not? And it finds out it's not. And at later yep. points, when the rats are older, it does uh, it does connect um, and. Uh, and the circadian rhythm starts. Um, then we have another cut back to London and uh, and to some miserable looking parents. We're treated to a montage of the dad looking after kids while oh. mum gets her hair done. This dad didn't seem to be doing very well. I don't know if you remember the one no, I'm, yeah, I'm talking yeah, of. Um, he, I, d- I wrote he's doing nothing for the reputation of dads in the world. Um, there are mushrooms everywhere. The toddler hasn't napped. It's just, I'm not going to say he's a, a deadbeat dad, but you know. He's a bit lackadaisical. He's got potential. He's got potential you know, for yeah. he, he, DVD. You know, maybe a few steps away from deadbeat territory. Um, and, <laughs> and so um, so we see Pasco again. This show loves Pasco and uh, Pasco loves the show. Um, he, uh, it's fucking Pasco, mate. 
Yeah. So dad is wondering whether uh, Pasco dreams. And so this figures, I figured I wrote down at this point, so we're probably going to get some dream research next. And true enough, we did. Um, so Mark is uh, on about animals twitching while they sleep. Um, and uh, and so and so then we go to a sleep lab to measure twitching and brain activity. That was interesting. You did, can't say that no, no, wasn't no. interesting. I, yeah. No. Okay. okay. Yeah, that was interesting. But did, did anyone else find it disappointing that twitching does not have anything to do or... It's your body connecting and trying to the fact that babies are trying to connect to nerves. Well, I, and I, I, that, that was so smart. That was not so smart. That was so revealing for me because I always thought even my dog when it used to sleep yeah. used to like run it's, after it's things. Cute. I thought it was running yeah, after. Yeah, it's it's and cute, yet it's but not it was, that. It's it was really just interesting. A sonar ping. Yeah, exactly. It's a sonar ping. It's yeah. really good, it, man. It's, it's incredible uh, uh, how body does it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so the babies wear a cat a cat made of electrodes and then go to sleep in a car seat. So no uh, no expense spared there um and uh, mark says welcome to the world of baby research and you know that's nice but we've been on this world of baby research for the last five weeks and I'm, I'm a little bit bored of watching babies being treated like guinea pigs but there you go we wouldn't have a show without skateboard it, baby was awesome <laughs> yeah skateboard baby <laughs> elmy um so what mark me. <laughs> what mark finds is there's very little brain activity uh uh when they're sleeping but um there's a ping. very fucking little brain activity here anytime yeah especially <laughs> Especially with John, um, but oh, there's fuck a, you. but there's a ping of activity when babies twitch. It functions almost like mapping the body. So, um, so, so, so it, it sort of tests how the baby's body fits together, how it functions. Which I wrote fairly interesting. Um, you know, I think it, I, I think I kind of if I had to take you know a side in your in your argument here, um, uh, I'd probably fall slightly on John's side, so lightly on John's side, because uh, I do think that it, it was fairly interesting Sorry, to make that conclusion. Can I have the recording of this when you're done? No, and, I'm going to And destroy. the date and, the, and no. the time that he agrees with me, because <laughs> I'm very surprised. This episode will never go up, ever. Um, like your cock. Uh, what? John. <laughs> I had to. John. I can get insulted. I have to, I you have to you have choices in life. You have choices in life. Make good yeah. ones. Make but better why ones. Won't, why, I have you as a friend. I'm not sure if that's a good one. Why won't his cock go up he's got these slippers they're definitely going up over these slippers <laughs> yeah. can i can i see it oh no the, 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 these uh they're not going to be very pleasant i've been wearing them every day for the last like Just five months them, like, i'm fine okay. no wait until i've got the new oh, ones okay. then you'll then you'll see those um they'll be shiny and new and not smelly um <laughs> so once again we're in london with pasco um oh, fucking hell, it's pasco. yeah i know he does get a slightly dull um he's trying they're trying some sleep training he's only two months old i mean it's a bit early for sleep training i don't know um they're trying to get him down for a nap but pasco doesn't want to he wakes up um, I think the dad has promised a, a, an opportunity to go out on his bike if, if Pasco goes to sleep. Pasco he didn't go to sleep. He on his bike anyway. And he just fucks off anyway. Um, so, DBD you know, or not? No, I'm not going to no, say I'm that about Pasco's that dad. No, I've got too much respect for, for Pasco's dad. Yeah, um, he's a good man. He's a good man. And then we take a trip to Amherst in the great state of Massachusetts in, Mas- in the I United States. I can't say that word. Massachusetts. 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 It's, it's, Massachusetts. Very, Massachusetts. It's, it's very simple. It's like Arkansas. I know, but it's my second language. Yeah. Like, Arkansas. 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 No, you can't. It's quite clearly Arkansas. No, you're, this is, you're putting it on. <laughs> I'm not putting it on. It's Arkansas. No. Yes, no, it is. Not. It is. Well, the like, best one like is Utah Bichester. with all the Mormons. No, it's he's Bichester. doing, he's doing it deliberately, deliberately now. No. Yes, it's, you know it's Vista. You you know it's Arkansas. <laughs> you know it's Yosemite. What was the other word you didn't get right? 
on the podcast that I called you out for. Apparently, I shouldn't do that. Apparently, that's like ableist or something. No, you need to correct me on that kind okay, of stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. don't, don't worry. I, I, I always pull you, pull you up on this you stuff. You do, you Th- do. That's I, not I appreciate even, it. Even, you enjoy it too Yeah, much. I do, I do. Oh, it's I do quite a lot of fun. Oh. Anyway, so we meet our final expert now in the great state of Massachusetts, and, uh, and she uh, brags about how she always gets a good night's sleep and then goes for an early morning run. So obviously, I'm not a fan of that brazen display of superiority. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Rebecca uh, Spencer. She um, she has the same job title pretty much as as our previous expert, Mark. So something like professor of, um, of what was it, psychology and brain science um, mm-hmm. but at the Mass- Uni of Massachusetts. Um, so her interest is in the connection between sleep and memory. Um, we have a quick check-in with Baby Willow, who's not sleeping much, and then we go back to Massachusetts. I don't like these shortcuts. They don't really do anything for me. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we're back to the sleep lab and they do an experiment with uh, nine-month-old babies. They teach them how to play with toys they've not seen before and then they split them into two groups. Uh, one ba- one group is allowed to sleep and one isn't. The babies who don't sleep can't remember how to play with the toys. The ones that do sleep can remember to play with the toys. That was a bit basic shit. That, that experiment was a bit basic. Like, fucking know that. Babies need sleep or they can't do shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, no shit Sherlock. Like, yeah. Mean, do you know what I mean? Exactly. That was a bit shit. Yeah, and it didn't really teach much. Um, I kind of, that's kind of what you'd expect. Um, and the last note I wrote down was we saw uh, Pasco's pushy grandparents from Australia again. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And they popped up. And then I turned off because it was two minutes to go and I figured it's just going to be a montage of more babies. And, and he went off and masturbated through his slippers. No, I had work to do. So I logged into my job and I did some work. Oh, wow. So you were yes. watching it during working hours, was it? No, over lunch. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. <laughs> so any further comments on episode five of, uh, of Babies, the penultimate episode of the series? Oh, we, oh, really? I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. I believe oh, there's oh, one more, yeah. Good. Do we have to watch another really one? Yeah, we have to watch one more. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, the next one's going to be like, this is how stupid you are. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. And we're going to watch an episode about, you're so stupid because you watched this program. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, we only got one more of these to go, and so once we have um, uh, finished babies, we'll um, we'll maybe do a discussion episode where we tackle a big subject, and also I think we might look into a sort of new segment where we highlight uh, positives, positives examples of fatherhood from around the world, um, yeah. and we just sort of talk about uh, you know I, I don't know what how this is going to work. Yet. I had this idea earlier on today, so I probably should have worked the idea through a little bit more before I mentioned it on the actual podcast. But that's something we're thinking about doing. Um, so right, that brings us to the end of that. And so we are going to take one final break and then we'll return shortly with Am I Being Unreasonable? So we'll see you in just a moment. 79 quid. Welcome back to the final segment of this episode of Overly Honest Dads. Um, and so we are rounding things off with Am I Being Unreasonable? So for the uninitiated, anyone listening for the first time, uh, in this section we go through a board on Mumsnet, which is called Am I Being Unreasonable? Uh, the denizens of Mumsnet post up their problems and ask uh, for responses to clarify whether or not they're being reasonable. And we are going to offer our opinion. And so the first selection for this week is from a poster called Get Off My Helicopter. And the title is Am I Being Unreasonable? to think this was the most dickheadish thing I've ever seen. Uh, So let's get on with it. The poster writes, "Um, 
Dear husband and I went for a break this weekend. Nice country hotel, but not that amazing. Anyway, a family turned up via helicopter and parked it on the main lawn, so basically left it where everyone was sitting, eating dinner and having drinks. Unsurprisingly, a parked helicopter gets quite a lot of attention from children playing on the lawn. As a small child with his mum went to peer into the window, the husband came running across a very long lawn screaming, Don't touch my helicopter! Kid wasn't touching it and... Uh, and and what don't park a fucking helicopter in a huge public space if you don't want anyone looking at it first am i being unreasonable to think the guy was an absolute dick and secondly have you ever experienced anything as ridiculous i haven't experienced it but i would have pissed on a helicopter and knocked the cunt out <laughs> would you really John. yeah i i would have, i would have fucking decked the cunt Seriously, if he comes screaming on my child i would fucking deck him he's not a nurse Oh, fucking deck it. I'll tell <laughs> I, you what I, Matt would do. He'll fucking hit him with his slipper. That's what would happen. No. I, I would have hit him with my hoover. I would ask him if he also owns a yurt. <laughs> yeah, that's below the belt, Matt. There's nothing wrong with yurts. Thank you very much. I think there and is. I, I think that that guy, yeah, that, that is ridiculous and he's a bit of a cunt. Fuck, I, I would fucking deck him. I swear to God, if he shouts at my child for parking a helicopter in a public space, I'll fucking deck him and piss in his face. Okay. I, I would have shouted That's him such a him twat thing to uh, yeah, do. That, just that to show like such a twat. twat. I, I've got to agree. I, don't, I, I wouldn't hit the guy, but I, I'd tell oh, him. Oh, yeah. mate, the, the, the hit of the two knuckles <laughs> on the fucking, like the bridge of the nose, dude, like the crunch. Oh. What, what, what is it that Ooh. angers you about about him. shouting at a child for being a cunt like you're a cunt in the first place and you're shouting at a, a kid that doesn't know and what's a kid gonna do if he touches a helicopter he ain't gonna fucking break it is it it's a big fucking chunk pit, bit of metal yeah yeah i agree like it's, don't shout at a child mm. like, honestly people that shout at children really well what I'm, mm-hmm. infuriates me really does yeah, you know you know on in helicopters the, the rotors are connected by this nut called the jesus nut have you heard about this on the shaft? Yeah, so they have this 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 very complicated shaft, and <laughs> when I nut, when I nut, I, I, I scream Jesus, but you know. yeah, yeah. Well, well, the reason why it's and called it doesn't bother shaft. So oh, well, well, the, the reason why it's called a Jesus nut is because it's it's such an important component. If that fails, then the rotors fall off. Yeah, but how the fuck is the baby going to reach the fucking propellers? Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. No, no, no. I, of course, a baby's yeah. not going to destroy a helicopter. Yeah. So no, idiot. Thank you, okay. Matt. But carry he, on. He's an absolute Okay. So the next one is um, a post about a bad about a bad husband, essentially. And I think that's, it's sometimes useful to throw these in there because we all try and talk about positive aspects of our lives as dads, but then there are clearly people out there who kind of fit the negative stereotype. Um, and so this is another one of those. The poster is called Fed Up of Your Crap and the title is Am I Being Unreasonable? Husband Doesn't Want Me to Go Away. Uh, she writes, All my life... All my life, my life has evolved around my husband's needs and wants. When our dear children were born, he was never home, too busy, going out on drugs, partying with friends, and has been unfaithful. Why are you with him? Um, he used to accuse me of cheating on him with one of his friends, which I know was projections of his own behaviour, but it meant I wasn't allowed to go out with friends as he didn't trust them. I single-handedly raised the children by myself for six years with very little input from husband. I looked past this as we moved away from the area and he improved, stopped the drugs and cheating, and became a family man, which I wanted. However, my life still revolves his needs and wants. I've made friends online with some lovely women who live around the UK. We- they are planning a girls' holiday next year, which would be fantastic. I've never been away from 
from my children unless I'd been in hospital or had surgery. And even then, it was my parents looking after the children. I asked my husband to watch them. It would be for four days, and he's refusing, saying the children's behaviour is too bad for him to watch them, and that I'm a mother now and the kids must come first. I'm heartbroken. I'm only 29. I've never had a life outside of him and the kids. It's only four days. Am I being unreasonable? Well, John, go on. Antifreeze in his tea. <laughs> there, there was a case of that, wasn't there? And the guy survived. She got a done. lot of antifreeze, Dan, just to make sure it didn't <laughs> knock it on the head. Um, there's the, in, in antifreeze, there's that chemical called bitrex, isn't it? Which is the most no idea, but it kills bitter um, substance. Kills animals quite but um, I digress. So uh, she, so she was 23 when they got together, right? Along yeah. those lines, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, when you're 23, you're a fucking idiot. So okay, it's understandable why she would remain by a cunt with a cunt. Uh, We're using a cunt a lot tonight, aren't we? Oh goodness me! It must be that marmalade Matthew vodka. Looks, looks very. We had last week. What? <laughs> what? Hey! Uh, but but the, the thing is that that guy right mm-hmm. there, he is. There, there isn't anything else that could describe. Yeah, so he's very back. selfish, man. He's, he's Him and the guy in the helicopter should go and crash it into the mountain. <laughs> Okay, so if you think that, that uh, she was not being unreasonable, the husband is being no, unreasonable. No, she's not being unreasonable, but she but, should leave but him. But how, how many comments are saying, why are you with him? Uh, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got the next one lined up now, so I, I don't have those in front of me. But yeah, the, almost everyone was against the husband and, and, uh, and sort of saying... was with the husband, they were idiots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so this next one is from a poster called That's Not My Cherry. And uh, the I know, I, mean, I, I want to know the story behind that name. And, uh, uh, and the title is Mother-in-Law Pressure to uh, BF Breastfeed. Oh, um, right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so the post reads, I've read a lot about mothers and mother- mothers-in-law pressurizing women who breastfeed uh, to bottle feed, I guess, because in the 70s, women were encouraged to bottle feed. In my case, however, my mother-in-law keeps going on about how amazing breastfeeding is and how uh, in my in-laws, pretty much everyone breastfed until uh, their babies were around one year old or more. My husband's sister is the only one who didn't. And my mother-in-law is very critical about this. I'm struggling with breastfeeding. My six-week-old baby started giving top-ups from uh, very early due to poor weight gain and now basically top up at every feed which is a disaster i know i fully expect i won't be able to continue like this for much longer and i dread having to hear comments which will no doubt make me feel guilty anti-freezing the tea <laughs> you can't murder sure. can't be your 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 solution sure. to everything no John. no okay so on a serious note i mind your own fucking business um it, you it, putting pressure on new mothers for this sort of stuff is none of your business. It's yeah. for people to make their own decisions. And you, it, this is the thing: we're not being put on this earth to judge anybody. Stop judging. Stop telling people what they should do if it's not your kids. Mm. You're a grandma. Be there. Be nice with the kids. Mind your own fucking business on mm-hmm. what the hell the parent. Unless the parents are giving the kid heroin, then yeah, you should say something. But if the mother breastfeeds or she doesn't, shut up. Like mm. literally, shut up. I mean, I think that's the reality. Um, yeah, I, I, I see. Really I, I, I kind of agree yeah. with John here. I would mm-hmm. say maybe not shut up, but be supportive of their own decisions. It, because when it comes to breastfeeding, as we discussed in our earlier episodes, mm-hmm. it's such a touchy subject. Right? Yeah, it is. And it, it is so hard. But also, well. a girl, like, like we talked about our wives giving birth and, and the amount of pressure on them and the, and the pain of breastfeeding and all the rest of it. Like. Don't put. There's already enough pressure as a new parent. You don't need to put any further pressure on there. Just be there. Be nice. Be nice to the kid. 
shut the fuck up. But, Literally, it's none yeah, of your business. Yeah, I, I Do agree. you agree, Matt? Yeah, I exactly. Agree. And I'll yeah. read one one comment from uh, a poster called Downton Crabby. This thought's a pretty good name. Your husband needs to step up and tell her to shut the fuck up if she wants to be Amen. around the baby. Um, and I think that is a comment we can all agree on. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so let's do maybe two more. Um, so this next one is a, su- a subject that hasn't come up before. Um, the poster is called Cornish Pasty Eater, and um, the title is Adult Children Still at Home. Um, Hi all, my first post, and I need your help please, are two adult children aged 30 and 23 still live at home. The older one has a very well-paid job but is showing absolutely no inclination to branch out and buy their own home. Uh, Despite having told us that they they have some savings and a very good income, they pay a modest monthly keep but lazy as anything and creates work around the house. Um, The younger one's job has gone so is looking for other employment Am I being unreasonable to make it clear to the old, uh, the older one that he needs to make his own way in the world? I'm fed up with being a constant mummy. If I broach the subject, there's always a row, shouting and stomping. How do I make it clear change is needed? There's not enough info. We need to know the location. We need to know how much they're earning. Um, I, I, I Buying a house for a youngster, a youngsters buying houses, millennials, is just a different fucking ball game. Mm-hmm. But, but go rent something. I mean, yeah, you like thirty years so old. Thirty years old, mate. That's a bit. So I, I, I'll, I'll tell you my point of view. My parents kind of dumped on. me quite young. Yeah, seventeen. They literally practically dumped me and went off, and I mm. had to fun, fend for myself. That taught me a lot. And you man up. You literally grow up, and mm. you, you know, you know a lot, a lot of things. I don't think doing, you know, kicking kids out that young is the right thing. But at thirty, if my kids are still at home. Uh-uh. But, Especially but, but, if he's stomping what? around when they challenge you. Are you kidding me? Like, stomping go, go around. There's not, enough info. Like... There's not enough info. I don't trust the older generation a lot of the time. Like, well, stomping you, around, the what do they mean? Us, they, they, these, a, lot of these, a lot of the boomer generation are fucking entitled. And Very that's true. a stereotype, but it's fucking I bought a house true. by the time I was your age, that's true. And it was like, yeah, they, were like, they cost two grand. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I have, I, we could go into this for like hours, but... Yeah, we don't have enough info. No, that's true. We, stomping uh, around, what does that mean? Oh, like, that uh, presumably is... means a, a tantrum. So he gets so angry, he no, stamps his feet, but slams the door. idea of a tantrum? Well, I think it's probably what most other people's idea of a tantrum is. Uh, yes, but we need to see the facts. Okay. I, I, I don't in entirely way, believe... In a way, I, I, I don't agree that at that age you should be at home with mummy and daddy getting your ass wiped. But in a way, I agree with you. We don't know everything about the nope. story. There could be other sides to it as well. A, a good job is, even if you have a good job, it's still not always enough mm. to buy yeah. a basic house. If you, if you think that people on 50 grand can't afford to buy a house a year, 50 grand a year is not too bad. It's not. Yeah. And then think about how long in certain parts of the country you have to wait until you, get, you earn 50 grand, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Matt, not enough info. Okay, we'll move on. So the next one is from a poster called Absolutely Positively. And the uh, the title is Comments About Dear Daughter's Hair Texture. So uh, we go on. Um, I'm mixed race. My mother is black Caribbean and my father was white British. I have uh, I very much have Afro hair. It's just like my mother's. My husband is white British. Um, we have two children and genetics are strange thing indeed dear son has strawberry blonde hair that is curly and very fine my daughter has rich dark hair that is curly long and much thicker than uh, my son's hair um, since finding out i was pregnant mother-in-law regularly asked my husband uh, what would he do if they came out with afro hair um, he would typically shrug this off as ignorant and tell her that it wouldn't bother him either way after they were born mother-in-law would sometimes assess their hair in a panic tone and say i think it's going to turn afro again we told her this wouldn't be a problem for us so not to worry 
Harry. Fast forward to three days ago, parents-in-law were visiting. I was getting uh, the children ready to go for a walk. I brushed my son's hair. We haven't had it cut yet because he likes um, to have it brushed alongside his sister. Uh, then I brushed my daughter's hair. Uh, that's more of a task because it's thicker. It can get tangled. She struggles and pulls away. Mother-in-law is sitting next to me whilst I'm doing this, watching the struggle and says, uh, so does she have the Afro hair then? In exactly those words. I wasn't rude or anything. I said no. I explained that her hair texture is nothing like mine or my mother's. She said, oh, that's good. That's all right then. It really irked me. It made me feel a lot more annoyed than I felt before about all this. Later, when I was talking uh, to my uh, mother, I told her about this and she was very upset. She said that she's worried about my children growing up around a family that is so ignorant and she believes they are racist. Um, We mentioned that she thought they were racist before and hadn't told me uh, so as not to upset me. I'm very interested to know what other people think. What are people's thoughts? Am I being unreasonable for feeling annoyed about this? That's fucking racist straight out. Like literally like you can't even hide it. Yeah, that, that's, they're losing sleep over the fact that their son married a, a mixed race girl I'm telling you now that's, yeah exactly mm, yeah. I, I gotta say this one rings true for me it might be why I picked probably, it <laughs> yeah, yeah pro- probably why um, so my, my heritage is Indian and black right so Guyanese and Indian like straight Indian um, and Romana is white Czech yeah and I never had any of that shit really never had that shit but yeah and it was me that worried the most about being accepted in Czech mm-hmm. yeah so we've been together since 2011 it's gonna be 10 years soon and i was accepted through and through and then when quinn came along everyone was just like quinn and she she doesn't look fully white you've seen what Mm -hmm. she looks like she's got a tan um and she's got curly hair like really nice uh thin Blonde, you were moaning about hair. it a second ago because it's fucked up. I thought she looked awesome. You're like, ah, oh, no, it's fucked up. We got to do something with her hair's too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 I was, I was, I was, I was half joking, but um, yeah, yeah she, she, but, uh, I've got an afro, uh, and of course that was going to go into the genetics. Yeah. So we do use products for she her hair awesome, because yeah. it, it will not at the back. Um, however. It's it's not a problem. It is what it is. You yeah, know, she is who she is. Like this, this is not something which should be put onto a child. As uh, even from 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 the perspective of uh, us as adults, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, and her her uh, grandmother uh, and extended family from from um, Romana's side accept her. And I've ne- I've never heard anything. I don't know if mm-hmm. Romana's protecting me from it. Um, but I don't think she is because we've never heard anything. And from my side, of course, it's absolutely normal. That is straight out ignorance and yeah. racism and mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, exactly. Majorly stupid. I think that, that it's, it's, you know, how at the moment a lot of people are questioning their assumptions and their behaviours and realising they might be doing things that are a little bit, you know, yeah. might be considered microaggressions or whatever terminology you want to use. And that's a generation that, that we heard described there that will probably never realise that they're doing that. They, mm, they probably no. think that they're being entirely reasonable, but in actuality, they're being grossly offensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, they and, and they don't know it. Um, and uh, maybe it's too late for them to ever know yeah um yeah. but yeah that was the last one of those for this week um and so uh we are going to go off into the good night and leave you to enjoy your lives but thank you so much for joining us um if you'd like to write to us there is an email address and that email address is overly honest dads at gmail.com that is overly honest dads at gmail.com spelled exactly like it sounds uh, we have an instagram page where john posts up memes you can find that at overly honest dads and um and we have a twitter account that is inactive so don't go there unless you just want to look at our logo um and uh, and yeah, so the, all that remains is for me to thank Magnus and John. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, the listeners. And uh, my name has been Matt. I've been your host, and I'll see you again soon uh, for more Overly Honest Dads. Thank you, and goodbye. <laughs>